after a brief hiatus, welcome back to Kind of Funny's Pixar in Review. That's right. We are ranking and reviewing every Pixar movie, including the new one coming next week. Luca coming to Disney Plus for free. Well, wow. you know, you sign up for Disney Plus. No extra charge. Uh, wh- so that's why cool. is it that, that Pixar does that? They get treated like shit. Have you noticed that? Soul was also well, free. I'd say it's treated like shit as much as there's a business plan in place that's working really well. They're like, hey. Let's keep doing it. It's disrespectful. You know? I don't like it. I don't like the way Disney treats Pixar. Yeah. Two are just saying, Kevin, like their second fiddle. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm. You know what? I'm going to give them 10 extra dollars to Disney Plus just so they know that I'm supporting uh, Luca. <laughs> oh, that'll, that'll teach them. That'll teach them. <laughs> What's your Venmo? <laughs> <laughs> As always, I'm Tim Geddes, joined by the Nitro Rifle, Andy Cortez. We're back, baby. It's been a while since I've watched the movie. Yeah. We got the big dog, Kevin Coelho. Ow. We got it's Christmas in June, Joey Noel. Uh, I thought I was losing my mind because I forgot I had the stream up in the background and I could just hear like double and triple of everybody. And I'm you're still losing your mind, Joe. Too yeah. much of all of us are mutually exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, that beautiful man in a white t shirt that I, I don't think I've ever seen you in a white t shirt. Nick's car. Here's why I'll tell you so why I have more so white t shirt. Kevin and I talked about this earlier because Kevin, as you know, is very pro white t shirt. Mm-hmm. It's because Andy put the fear of God in me. Andy doesn't like wearing white t shirts. We're not going to get into why. Nipples. Um, it's the nipples. <laughs> it's because of his nipples. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I went to my buddy's comedy show last night and he was selling these. And I thought, I was like, oh, I'll support him. I'll film like 20 bucks. And I'm like, it's one of those things, guys, where you're like, I'm never going to wear this shirt. I'll just give him the money to support it. But I tried it on this morning. I'm like, huh, I actually like the way that shirt feels. It's thick. It fits right. It's a little like, you know, I had to do the I had to do the kind of big boy stretch a little bit with it. But now I'm feeling it today. So I'm happy about it. You got the rolled sleeves. I like it. Yeah, I feel the rolled sleeves back in there. I I think it looks fantastic on you, Nick. The thing I'm worried about with my gray shirt is I feel like if. If there are any dogs or pets out there watching the show, they may not know that I'm wearing the shirt because I feel like obviously it's gray. My skin is not gray, mm-hmm. but it, in value, they might be the same. Like I'm going to make my I'm going to make it black and white. Like, look at yeah. that. Look how similar in value. Same I'm the same way right now. I thought about this during uh, what we had almost the Russian Clink thing we recorded before this. So, but can I, I ask, can I ask a question, Andy? Just Go a follow up question to that. Your worry is that animals will think you're not wearing a shirt. What is yeah, the what is the consequence it's of this? <laughs> what is, they, might, they might think it's unprofessional. Nick. Okay, okay. Know. Yeah, I don't okay. want to. Mm-hmm. I want people to know that we we run a really tight ship around here. But right, like in terms of value, like pretend like if you blur your eyes, it looks like I'm not like I'm shirtless. If you blur your eyes, and you know some people can't blur you their just eyes. Have, like, anyway, a we'll talk about tattoo? that. Wait, for real? Yeah, thank you, Joe. Oh, look at Overwatch some tattoo. How much they pay for that Overwatch tattoo? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of money. But also, like, Andy, it just uh, matches the background lights, but that's just that's normal. True. Animals that's can true. see colors. They just, like... They just choose not to. No, Andy, hit me with it. Hit me with it. It's early, but hit me with it. Science, science, science with Kev. Run, uh, run. There it is. I think they, 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 they don't see red. So, the, but they can still That's see right. green yeah. and stuff. Yeah, you can mm-hmm. you can find YouTube videos, see how a dog sees. <laughs> Last night we watched a bear fight a, a shark. We were going through those on in Snowbike Mike's Discord. It was a whole thing. Well, uh, this thing, 
is kind of funny is in review where each and every week we rank and review different movie franchises aren't you uh, glad we're back yeah, no, i'm, I'm so stoked we're, by the way we're gonna do conjuring <laughs> devil made me do it uh after e3 there was some personal stuff going on uh and we just couldn't make it happen we want to do it right with james and lease do it big uh andy hopefully we'll be able to to actually make it when we reschedule yeah we right? should yeah after e3 for sure yeah i mean the the thing that sucks is like i was just looking so forward to that franchise uh to finally capping it off right put a mm-hmm. put an end piece to mm-hmm. all of those movies that have come mm-hmm. out i just love all of them and see where that story goes but it's a yeah. shame yeah but for now we're continuing with pixar in review and we're returning this week also with ninja turtles 3 uh it's been a long time coming but can't wait to talk about that but today we are talking about monsters university before we get into that of course you can get this youtube.com slash kind of funny roosterteeth.com if you want to get it as a podcast search your favorite podcast service for kind of funny in review we'll be right there for you if you want to get the show ad free and watch live as we record it you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny just like our patreon producers michael g and tom bach did today we're brought to you by me undies and stamps.com but i'll tell you about that later for now let's talk about monsters university it has a runtime of one hour, 44 minutes. It was released on June 21st, 2013. It's the first ever Pixar prequel that we got. Got a couple sequels by this point, but never a prequel. Directed by Dan Scanlon, uh, who is an American animator, storyboard artist, and director. This is his directorial debut, but he would go on to do Onward uh, a couple years later. Music was done by, take a guess. Chia Chino. Chino. Randy Newman. Randy Randall, Newman did this. Uh, Randall P. <laughs> Newman. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Making it his seventh collaboration with Pixar and the first Pixar movie composed by Randy Newman to not receive any Oscar nominations. Whoa, come on. Wow. Yeah. I liked it. I liked all the drumline stuff. And but it, was, it was a little derivative of the original scores, but like the original scores are classic and they had a new vibe. No. I like it. They got snubbed. A uh, budget of $200 million, a box office of $743.6 million, making it the seventh highest grossing film of 2013. Uh, Monsters University failed to earn any Academy Award nominations, uh, and it is only the second time Pixar hasn't earned the nomination for Best Animated Picture, the other one being Guess. Brave. Brave. No. Have we already seen it? Oh, damn it. Cars. Cars, Cars 2. Cars 2. Cars 2. Cool. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Mm -hmm. And uh, we added a new segment, the Bechdel test of does this actually pass the test where the Bechdel test is a measure of the representation of women in fiction. It asks whether a work features at least two women who talk to each other about something other than a man. The requirement is that the two women must be named. uh, This movie does not pass. This movie fails that test. There are only two named characters in the film. And they do not two named female characters, and they do not speak to each other. Um, let's Mon- get right monsters it. and genders. You know who knows? Who knows? Who knows? That's a great. That's a great. His name was Squishy. Like I mean, think about the fact that there is a monster that's thirty stories tall. Yeah. Who are you scaring? Mm-hmm. Think about that. What door do you fit through? You know what I mean? Exactly, Kevin. Thank you. Yeah. Well, maybe they're just there to learn sports. I don't know. Maybe they're there to learn. Well, what's great about this movie finance. is more than just, you know, there's more different things. Exactly, Andy. There's finance. Yeah. There's accounting. There's uh, tank design, as we learned, which I think I would have excelled at, yeah. personally. You, so you would have, Dick. You would have. Nick, what would you think of Monsters University? Uh, I liked it. This is my first time seeing this film. Um, and I'm, I'm actually – I was very – 
I just enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun prequel. I'm not, I normally, you know, with comedies and stuff, I think it's easier to do prequels than, than what you're doing with more dramatic or like action oriented work because there's really no like need for, for, you know, tension or anything like that. But I thought it was, I thought it was going to go one way and it ended up going that way. And that's okay because um, 21 Jump Street also went that way. And that's a great film. So uh, I enjoyed this. I thought the only thing that was a little weird to me um, and I was just like, screw it, it doesn't matter. It's a small nitpick is uh, is is John Goodman's voice. He sounds like a 65 year old man who's been smoking cigarettes for a real long time. So him being back in college was a little bit weird to me, but it's super creative and fun. And and uh, and, I, and I dug it. Joey. Uh, this was my second time that I had seen it, and I actually liked it way more than I thought I was going to based on my memory. I think it also has to do with the fact that for the most part, I'm looking at the list right now of like the release list. I guess we didn't watch Toy Story 3 in this iteration and Cars 2 kind of sucked. Uh, but this is like kind of the first foray back into uh, like creature, like non-human characters again, which I feel like I had a, a bigger appreciation for in this viewing order because it did feel nice to get back to be like, oh yeah, what is it like if monsters went to college and like that kind of novelty mm. that we haven't had with uh, the human stories in kind of a little bit. So yeah, I liked it way more than I remembered liking it in the first place. And I'm glad that we rewatched it. Evan? Uh, this was my first time watching the movie, and I was uh, pleasantly surprised that I, I thought it was pretty entertaining. I was a bit like shocked that it's just a lot of it is a ripoff of Revenge of the Nerds. Um, and it's funny that no one's ever brought that up to me, but all right. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's uh, definitely a revolver of measures. It's yeah, yeah, for sure. Very very closely related to the, the story there. Um, some old school in there too. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, a bit of old school, oh, yeah. sure, sure. Uh but yeah, I mean it, it's you know, I get why it didn't get awards, but I thought it was fun for what it was. Also, there's a weird there's a weird message in there that I don't know if I agree with. Which is? Which is that like you can't always Except achieve your, your dreams. Yeah. And that's <laughs> fucked up. Like there's Sully or not Sully. Um, Mike, Mike is a big Mike? giant eyeball with teeth. Like there's no way that that like can't, you know, like he could, he could scare kids. It's definitely possible. I, I'm with Kev on this one. It's and actually, I, I think it's interesting. They explored that. I think the conclusion they came to was a little bit negative, but they intended it to be positive where I think that they, what I would have liked to have seen them work in was um, a new major path for scare producers because i feel like that would have been i what i thought how i thought it was going to work was i thought that helen mirren's character was going to go or a, a hard scrabble was going to go you know what you're not a scarer but what you are is a person who can coordinate all of these people you're something more than that you're something different than that you should consider doing that as a major track and then having him build that major track out i think it would have been really cool had he like figured that out on his own like somewhere, which he kind of does, he kind of does, but Sully uh, helps him figure it out. Mean, and so he's like, Hey, you're the person yeah. that should be coordinating all these things. But I mean, that's but the there's thing. like, he, I, yeah. he doesn't. Sully figures it out and tells him after they do the giant scare. And yeah, it that's just, character I, growth, though. Yeah. I mean, he's got, sure. you know, when you're best friends, Kevin, you and I are best buds, and we we were like, I'm like, Kev, I, I gotta tell you something. And you're like, You gotta, I gotta tell you something too. We just high five, we're like, We're both the coolest people, are kind of funny. Yeah, <laughs> we, yeah we are. Yeah, I'm we happy are. that's where that went. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? 
Uh, it was my first time watching it as well. I thought it was fun as shit. I had a blast with it. I wasn't uh, expecting a whole lot. I'm surprised that somehow over all of these years, none of the story had really been like spoiled. And I, I just didn't know, much like Kevin, who said, I'm surprised I didn't know this was going to be Revenge of the Nerds. Like, when I think back on it, I had no idea what this movie was going to be. They're in I college, no sure, either, but yeah. I don't know what where it's going or whatever. So I was super happy with it i i think it's like a high rewatch highly rewatchable movie um it's funny i think the dialogue isn't as you know clever as the first monsters inc which is why i had monsters inc so high on the list because mm-hmm. not only with all the heart that it has it just it's just fun as hell um i agree nick i wish that john goodman and um uh billy crystal, billy crystal. maybe got a bit of a a pitch up of a couple of just the scope just make yeah. them a little younger you know um, you do that like you do the the pitch shift but make the speed say the same so it's just the you know same speed yeah I, I, that's that's kind of all i would have wanted right because you still want those actors to be them um because they're both fantastic but i love i love the old dude with the the mustache who's like back in college and you know it's who just, it's, his voice is mm-hmm. no joel murray oh what bill murray's know. But it's Bill Murray's little brother. That's cool. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Bill Murray has like four brothers. And I think that's the one from he was in a couple of movies back in the 80s, one of which was called like it was about driver school, which I used to love when I was a kid. That's like when Chris Farley's movie, brother movie would get violation, a lot of I think it was what it's called. Chris Farley's brother used to get a lot of roles as well. Um, yeah, I thought the whole cast of crew was fun. Um it I may have missed a scene that sort of showed and maybe gave off that, hey, Billy Crystal, Mike, make sure you're going last. I may have missed a scene to hint that, you know, Sully fucked with the machine. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they hinted, if they showed that at all. I did miss that. Yeah, kind of. they did. Okay. Did. So, like, yeah. I, I I missed that scene. So that, that came off as, like, a cool kind of surprise for me. Because when you do have that moment of the laugh going all the way, um, but, uh, shit, maybe they should have left it out. Because, <laughs> like, when that laugh went all the way, I was like, ah, oh, that's disappointing. And then you find out what really happened. And I thought it was really cool. Um, yeah. So I'm, I think my viewing experience was better for not having, <laughs> for not, for missing that sequence where Sully messed with the machine. Um, I thought it was fun and as hell. Enough. show that. Just so you know, Andy, like literally it was just the scene where they were standing in line about to go. Mike was in front and uh, he's like, I'm going to go first. And Sully's like, nah, man, you started all this. You need to finish it. And then he just goes in the back. That was yeah. it. We didn't see him actually tamper. Oh he really, cool. yeah, he okay. realized. But I think there's there might be a shot where he he like sneaks out while near he's the bed while he's scaring. Yeah. But I could be wrong. I think they could have done a mm, little bit better job. Like, but I I'm with you, Andy. Where I saw that, I was like, that was underwhelming. That scream, like I don't know why he would have won that. And then when it's revealed that someone tampered with it, I was like, oh. I yeah. also realized I was like something else is up because it's at that point I paused it and I looked down. I was like, how is there 40 minutes yep. left in this movie? and uh the same thing we all had the exact same experience with this movie go for it andy i was just gonna say and also that final sequence tim i thought is really fucking cool and creative and i just didn't i didn't see this movie going that place at all with michael zossi completely failing trying to scare this camp and then the cops essentially coming into the camp and all of that was just out of left field it's so like un-pixar but i thought it was awesome and i think this movie is like pretty pretty goddamn good i enjoyed the hell out of it 
Yeah, man. I really think it's a testament to this this movie that it is as good as it is that all of us are on the same page being like, wow, that actually that was a Pixar movie. Mm-hmm. And yes, it, it is a sequel, prequel, whatever. It is an iterative thing of like we're getting callbacks like Nick was talking about. It is kind of simpler to do the comedy thing. But I like that this kind of Pixarized college like it really was like instead of looking at it as like, OK, Monsters, Inc., what do we do with these characters? It really was like, well, Monsters, Inc. is a job. What is something we can do with that that in that world. And it's like, oh, the school to get in there. And I thought that for a lot of the Revenge of the Nerds and old school and all that stuff, they did a good job kind of monsterfying the things like like we've seen Pixar do so many other times. And I totally agree that it is a little straightforward, but it's fun the entire time. It moves super quickly. I love I'm a sucker for school challenge type things, right? And like, Nathan uh, Fillion's great. Nathan yeah. Fillion's fantastic. But the uh, the riff off stuff in in Pitch Perfect, love the it. Goblet of Fire, the the tournament yeah. in Harry Potter, the like tournament arcs. <laughs> you know, I love tournament arcs, and like this movie does it really well, where they move from one event to the next so quickly. They I feel like they cut in in the right way, where they're like we're halfway through this one. It's like cool, we don't need the whole damn thing. Like keep the energy up. And I didn't check the the runtime and like how much I had left, so I was like. Wow, this this movie really was straightforward. And they're kind of ending it in a ho hum place, and yeah. then when it there is that reveal, and then the mo- movie keeps going. I agree with you, Andy. The police scene and the whole camp thing was ten out of ten. I really enjoyed that, and I think that it kind of brought this movie from oh, that's really good to oh, this is actually really great. And I don't think it necessarily stands up with the best of the best, but. I definitely think for what it is, it really knocked it out of the park for giving us more of this world and characters that we love, uh, having the right amount of callbacks to jokes that we liked and adding to them, and a whole new set of characters that were, were fun. And the the whole uh, okay team, it was like, when they first showed up, I was like, I don't know that I'm going to like these guys that much. By the end, I'm like, you know what? All y'all are in my heart. The main kid <laughs> whose mom uh, is sort of Quishy. interrupting him with the... Uh... God, the laundry so like that sequence is great but <laughs> that main kid in body shape reminds me so much of carl from uh, up like carl yeah the kid i forget the russell. kid's name russell. Russell. russell so funny i i thought i thought he was like my favorite of the group that sequence in the library really freaky i wasn't expecting that lady to horrify me in the way that she did the librarian um yeah i i I was just kind of surprised by this movie. I guess just you kind of want to write it off immediately. And that's why I didn't watch it ever. Cause it's, it's a Pixar sequel. We've seen what those movies can be. I'm in no rush, uh, but God damn, it was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, the one fact I want to get into before we get into the plot here that I thought was kind of interesting just from a design perspective was uh, there's a line in Monsters, Inc. 2001 where Mike says that Sully has been jealous of his look since the fourth grade. Since this movie was going to show Mike and Sully meeting in college, it obviously contradicts that. The director admitted there was some conflict behind that, and they had discussed uh, making them meet in the fourth grade to keep it canon and keep everything in line. But then Pete Docter, who directed the original Monsters, Inc., and John Lasseter personally told him that they loved that he was honoring the one line said in the movie, but that he had to do what was best for the story and not worry about things like that as a result the line was put aside and sully and mike would be shown meeting in university and as a joke the director said that mike's line of the first movie is an old monster expression i just think that's just kind of fun but i <laughs> like that fun. they're just like hey we're not getting stuck to this shit like let's let's just tell a good story and i thought they really did and speaking of that story let's get to the plot Ooh. just tell us the story oh god 
I'm back for the story. My name is Randy Newman. He's back, baby. I can't believe he's back. <laughs> I think you went a little too hard on that one, Andy. <laughs> I would have never, <laughs> never been gone. Never been gone. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, here's the plot for Monsters University. I usually pull a quote here, but I forgot. Uh, we see a lovely little bird land on the street in an idyllic little suburb, a place you might want to live one day. Until it turns, and we notice that the damn thing has two heads and the tongue of a lizard. Guess what? We're in the monsters world. What other horrors await us, Joey, at Monsters University? You'll have to wait and see. Student loans. <laughs> we had a lot of student loans. This is a private school, and it is for you a year. Uh, a school bus pulls up uh, for a class trip, and everyone uh, gets out, and there are all these little uh, grade school kids. Mike Wazowski is one of them. He's a little kid, um, and everyone starts getting paired up, but nobody wants to be Mike's friend, so, so he gets paired up with the teacher. And not express Again. how much I love little Mike Wazowski with his little Amazing. braces, his little voice. When he finds the nickel and just like, like that's <laughs> such like, a that's such that a much perfectly written line because that's what kids do. They just say random shit that makes no sense and has no bearing on what's happening in the situation. But I just love that he's like, I found a nickel. <laughs> it's so cute. I wish I had pockets. Yeah. <laughs> just like stream of consciousness. Yeah. I forgot I forgot to write it down here, but um the I love when he gets paired up with the teacher again and he starts calling her by her first name. <laughs> like the friends and she's like don't call me kathy or whatever it is <laughs> really really funny he's like, all right kathy let's go uh, it was something else but anyway uh no, so that, the tour- that really sets the tone to me of the the comedy in this movie and mm-hmm. i think that it they did a good job of it this is a different vibe of comedy than monsters inc and i i enjoyed that quite a bit yeah uh the tour leader uh takes them in they go they head into monsters inc um they head up to the scare floor uh the tour leader asks uh for their best roar and mike tries to show his off but he's upstaged by uh the pros as they walk in the scarers who do that cool slow armageddon and we're about to save the world walk yeah. as they come in uh and then the head scare played by john krasinski john krasinski and by the way i saw uh quiet place two last weekend we can talk about that, but it was really talk about good. scary monsters, go see you know. Uh, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he comes in and he tells Mike, Mike, you should go to Monsters University. And he gives him a little hat. And Mike's like, I am sold. Similar, similar to that time that someone told Greg Miller he should go to a real journalism school. And he wasted that degree starting this company. Mm-hmm. One of the other yeah. monsters kids talks mad shit to Mike. So he sneaks over the line and follows one of the scares into a kid's room to watch the pros at work. And then, of course, everyone goes crazy. Uh, and they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe we did that. When he comes back, everyone freaks out, including John Krasinski, who tells Mike that he did something dangerous. And I didn't even know you were there. But then he thinks for a second and then he says it again. But real cool this time, Joey says, I didn't even know you were in there. Good job, not bad, kid. kid. Yeah, Disney, hell yeah. Not bad, kid. And it gives That's him the Monsters intro. University hat. <laughs> Which so is cool. I will say, John Krasinski, not great at sounding, making his voice sound like anything else than John Krasinski. No, John <laughs> like Krasinski. Like, that's one voice that took me out. I was like, oh, that's definitely Jim. It's definitely yeah, one yeah. of those things where, like, you, de- you definitely don't want to, like, put him in a role where he has to do a lot of dramatic acting and then cut to, like, I don't know, a Killian Murphy for the rest of the film. Because then you're like, oh... <laughs> This is a different calibers of acting right here, but I digress. He's only in this one for the first time. And I love John Krasinski's. No, no disrespect, no, you John. Don't. No, you know. No disrespect, no John. No disrespect, John. It's just, you know, you got popular for being on that mediocre show for that many oh, years. You didn't really have to stretch your legs at all. Can we mute Nick? You didn't have to stretch your legs at all. mute Nick? 
<laughs> anyway, John Krasinski gives him that hat, and they do that cool match on action shot where it goes down and it comes up, and boom, we're Harrison Ford now. We're about to blow up a ship. That's an Indiana Jones 3 reference. Tim, you get it now. Mm-hmm. Last there. Crusade, baby. Exactly. Uh, 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 when the teacher asks him what he has to say for himself, all Mike can think of is, how do I become a scarer? And then we get a cool little animation where Mike uh, makes uh, we get all the the montage of pictures and stuff. Mike's making really good grades and gets into Monsters University, which I have to imagine. At first, I was like, this has got to be a trade school, right? Because if all they're doing is teaching scarers uh, how to scare, then I'm like, trade school. But it turns out now this is a fully four year accredited university uh, where you can get multiple degrees, including can design, tank design. Uh, Cut to Mike is off for his first day of college. We get a little. I put Gladys cameo in here, but I guess that's not that's not her name, right? Is that her name? Gladys doesn't matter. Yeah, forget it. I, I think I, I for some reason I thought the 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 young girl with the glasses was like going to be the older, but that's Roz. Never mind, forget it. Um, he leaves the bus and heads. But the into girlfriend Mons- is in here somewhere. The one called the snakes. Right? Oh, really? Oh, I don't. She's she in, listed in the voice credits. Really? Interesting. Jennifer Tilly. Yeah. None yeah, of the trivia unless, said that that I saw. And are I you sure it wasn't her unless, sister Meg Tilly? Because remember, think, we went over this multiple times. It's two I Tillys. don't remember this. I'm going to look into this two, and I'll report back. Wait, wait, was, and I, again, I would like to issue an apology to Jennifer Tilly for thinking it was Meg Tilly the entire time. I was totally wrong. Was, was, I was going to say, is, was Gladys the older woman that like handled that ended up being number one? No, that was Ross. No, that's Roz. That's, okay. that's what I thought too, but it wasn't. Yeah. I'm confused in the situation and it's it doesn't matter. Uh, Mike heads to his first day of Monster University, which looks like a place I would very much like to go. Joey, it's colorful and there are a lot of fluffy creatures around. Uh, Mike this. gets his picture taken for the school ID and it's bad again. I love this call out where he's like, oh my God, I'm a student at Monsters <laughs> University. It's just the top of his head. Barely can't even see what's going on. Fun little callback there. Uh, he looks over all the clubs. They do that cool thing. Now, here's the thing. I went to college for four years. I don't ever remember this being a thing, but I guess it was a thing where there was like the first week, all the clubs came out to initiate new people and try to find new members of that. that I guess thing. maybe I was just smoking cigarettes the and nachos. Yeah. Quad. Was that orientation? Okay. No. Yeah. Was not definitely, <laughs> definitely a thing. At so like quad always yeah. had like a bunch of tables and people being like, hey, man, okay, join this club there. I just always thought yeah. for some reason I mean it must have been right maybe I'm just blocking all my college crap but I just thought for some reason that was yet another one of those Probably like Hollywood the things Bell. they definitely didn't have that yeah. at South Texas Community College because I would first off I would have to park like like three miles away and walk in 102 degree weather to Jesus. class and by the time I'd get there I was just fucking soaking wet <laughs> like, I was just oh, dripping everywhere awful I've been there uh, so many times the AC. please get me um, the cafeteria <laughs> something that's not 120 <laughs> degree humidity uh, he looks through all the clubs and one of them is a lame ass improv group then he lands on the scare games which sounds cool and dangerous uh, then he gets his room assignment and we think he's going to be room with his best friend of all time Sully but guess what surprise surprise a 30 little curveball it's Randall that little shit that was pretty <laughs> cool. he's pretty cool I, so, so far he seems cool I feel like with Randall, we get so many moments where it's like, you didn't have to add that as a backstory to him, where like he takes off his glasses and he gets his yeah. little like look and it's like, all right, yeah, cool. Like yeah. But what I like about this interaction, I wrote down here too, is that he's, they're talking and he's like, well, nobody's going to take me because all I can do is turn invisible and he turns invisible. And then Mike, of course, gives him the first piece of advice that his, the producer would give him. Hey, you should ditch the glasses. It ruins the effect. 
And that's a cool little like little, just a little thingy through in there, a little foreshadowing. Piece of advice. Later. Drop, drop the the. <laughs> just Facebook. <laughs> Social network. Good movie, Social dude. Great movie. Good lost movie. ones. Tilt ship photography. Mm-hmm. That's where I learned that. Wow. The next day he heads to class and immediately starts getting bullied and shit from the bigger monsters who prove once again that the Tolly agenda, it's Kevin, is live and bullshit. well. It's alive and well it's in Hollywood Tully right bullshit. now. bullshit. And like the whole movie really conforms <sighs> to this Tolly bullshit that I don't want to hear about. It's true. It's true. And they might, one could make an argument they win at the end. Uh, yeah. And then yeah, Dean Hardscrabble comes in, played by Tim. Oh, Helen Mirren, baby. Helen Let's go. Mirren. I, I, I just want to take the lead of the Fast and Furious saga because we all, you know, she deserves it. I mean, I'm going to send you something poster? that I need you to bring up, okay? That okay. gigantic poster of her in LA? Fucking yeah, but amazing. it's more than that, though. It's amazing. I, I'm glad that she has such a distinct look to her because one of my issues with Monsters, Inc. is that every character is just like a furry blob. Fluffy thingy, yeah. Um, And, and they're always just kind of like this amorphous sort of here's a big ovalish orb with arms and eyes and i've always appreciated the ones that look more different like she's obviously like some sort of dragon thing we've had characters with like, like a shit ton of eyes but for the most part it's always just like a fluffy colorful koosh ball looking thing mm-hmm. either that or like i i never liked it when they treated the monsters as muppets or it's mm-hmm. here's a red fluffy thing here's a green fluffy thing like no she's She's like one of the few of that actually though, has right? a really distinct look. Is it Joey? Oh. I was going to say, Randall's kind of scaly, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a reptile. Right? Yeah, check this out. Let's see it. You're coming. Time to go fast, darling. God, movie of the bless decade. her. God bless, God bless Helen Mirren. God yeah, bless I love, her. I love her in Monsters as well. I, I really enjoyed her performance. She did a good job. She did. She did a nice. See the thing about her. She did a great job about being like scary and um, the antagonist, but not being evil. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? And I think a lot of that was the writing, but all and you know, obviously she was just trying to get the best of the best out of people. But by the end, you're like, when she turns no. around, you're like, oh, okay, it's not it's not noose water where you think this guy's still up to something. She's like, I, okay, I'll learn I, something. I, I disagree. I feel like when they broke her canister, that was just her being like vengeful. Like that wasn't okay, her. There was a dick the moment there. Vengeful. There was a dick moment there a little bit. She she but made also, it so that like she totally ruined their career. It wasn't until she was provoked further. Like that was a really dick moment. Kevin, but let's see. The thing is, the thing is, when you when you when you when you're looking for talent and you look out and you see two people that just don't have it, you got to be like, I got to shoot you straight here. You're wasting four years. It's like that time Andy was like, I mean, I'm going to go to our university and they're only going to take the cream of the crime, the cream of the crop. And then he looked around the and they let anyone in there that could pick up a pencil. You know? Yeah. 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 There's something they about absolutely everybody. There's something about her character that reminds me of the professor from Legally Blonde, which I don't know if any of you people care I about. I do know that guy. Colin Taylor. He has, a, he has a very bad turn at the end of oh, that, no. though. I meant the other. It's, he, she's like a, a hybrid of Holland Taylor and then Victor Garber. Oh, Holland Taylor. Those okay. Two. I thought you meant the other guy, the guy that like tries to skis out. The, the actual bad one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that she stayed the way she was i was kind of expecting a turn early on here i am this intimidating person 
you're scared of me because of uh, I'm su- such an imposing figure. And then when they break that, the canister or whatever, I was expecting her to be like, but you know what? I see something in you all. I was expecting yeah. like some sort of like now I'm the positive role model. I'm glad that she yeah. kind of stayed a total asshole the whole time. I think it, I think it worked perfect. She did such a great job. Uh, well, there you go. She puts the fear of God in them. She says all of this, this whole class is leading up to the final. If you fail the final, you're out of this program for, for sure. Or we're not even screwing around. This is a weird course. This is like ICS 21 at the University of California, Irvine. You can't get past this. You can't become a computer scientist. Nick, you're going to have to study film studies. Shit. And go to business with Tim. Did you not get past it? I oh, dude, I dropped that class second week. I was like, when can I drop this class and not have it affect call. my grade? And they were like, second week. I was like, done. <laughs> get me Later. out of this fucking nightmare. <laughs> Professor Knight asks the class about the properties that make up a great scare. And Mike tries to answer, but he's undercut when Sully walks in and just shows everyone how it's done. And, uh, and this is where I said, he's the jock and Mike's the nerd. Will this be like 21 Jump Street where they have to combine forces and learn from each other? I hope so. And it was. I'd, uh... <laughs> but Kevin kind of nailed it more. It's more of a rip on unabashed revolve of Rent to the Nerds. Yeah. Uh, later Wait, that night, Randall wants the... What's up? The, the actor that played uh, Professor Knight. When Alfred uh, Molina. Yeah, it was uh, Alfred Molina. Yeah. There it is. I had to look it up. I didn't, I didn't recognize his voice. I didn't recognize it, but that's rad. He has a great cast. Everyone that does voices for everything is like is, is great. Yeah, there's a lot uh, of really good people. With the exception of, I think, you guys were talking about um, Sully. I think that Randy sounded old as shit. And it like that's yeah, Steve, Steve Buscemi. Buscemi, right? You can't <laughs> like uh, yeah. Steve Buscemi has sounded old for our entire lives. Yeah, I know, place. I know, but that's why it's like silly, I don't know, kind of weird to try to put him into like, hey, here he is, like his first year of college. It's like, all right, that is not was an 18-year-old man. Was it Steve Buscemi and not another team movie or whatever it was? Where he's like, hello, fellow students. Yes, Where? yes it was. <laughs> he's clearly a fucking 50-year-old dude in high school. Yeah. yeah, it's great. I'm just realizing right now that last week when I watched Big Lebowski for the first time, John Goodman Steve. and Steve Buscemi. Well, it. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't talk to that man, Donnie. He's a pederask. By the way, after you told me that, Tim, I was like, you know what? I'm going to cue that up on Netflix. And to Netflix's credit, whoever slots does the trailers for Netflix was like, do not put the trailer in for Big Lebowski. Just put the full scene where we meet the Jesus for the first time. It is the whole scene. It literally just ends with him <laughs> pointing at his guy and his guy pointing back at him. It's just, it's just, it is the dance. God, I love that movie. I'm going to watch it later tonight. Anyway, uh, later that night, Randall wants to go to a frat party, but Mike is too busy preparing for the finals. Uh, so he stays in for a quiet night, but it's interrupted by Archie, the pig, who is the rival school's mascot and also just really, really cute. Uh, of course, Sully comes barging in after it to collect it because he is the one that has stolen the pig uh, and he wants to bring it to frat row. Uh, but then Archie steals Mike's MU hat. Uh, so Mike ends up chasing it and subsequently riding it all the way to the frat party. Uh, Mike comes up uh, when, when Archie gets away, Mike comes up with an ingenious plan to catch it. Uh, the pig, which involves a football, a row of bikes and a trash can. Uh, but the powers that be over at the Roar Omega Roar fraternity, or I guess just Roar for short, only have eyes for Sully. They tell Mike. What a to, perfect like, name for that, though. Like, props it. to whoever came up with that. And that the uh, abbreviation is the same as the name as Roar. It's so Roar. Good. I know. I love it. All, all of the all of them are good, by the way, because I did it. When you realize uh, they, they tell him to go join the quote unquote nerd frat, which is the Uzma Kappa. And then they start their letters are OK. I'm like, oh. 
That's kind of that's kind of clever too. Honestly, I was kind of like, uh, I don't really love that. But then when they do the chant, the we're okay. I was like, yeah, yeah, man. they know what they're doing, man. Yeah. Uh, Before we go on, let me tell you about our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Stamps.com. Are you still going to the post office, still paying full price for postage? Well, thanks to Stamps.com, you don't have to anymore. Mail and ship anytime, anywhere, right from your computer. Send letters, ship packages, and pay less. A lot less. With discounted rates from USPS, UPS, and more. Stamps.com saves businesses thousands of hours and tons of money every year, including kind of funny. We have been really, really reliant on Stamps.com to get things sent out over the years, and we could not thank them more. Stamps.com brings the services of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS right to your computer. It's a must-have for any business. Whether you're a small office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop shipping out orders, or just navigating this hybrid work life, Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. No wonder over 1 million businesses choose Stamps.com for their mailing and shipping again, just like kind of funny. Uh, with Stamps.com, you get discounts up to 40% off post office rates and up to 66% off UPS shipping rates. Stamps.com is a no-brainer, saving you time and money it's no wonder nearly 1 million small businesses use it like i said stop wasting time going to the post office and go to stamps.com instead there's no risk and with the promo code kind of funny you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale no long-term commitments or contracts just go to stamps.com click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in kind of funny that's stamps.com promo code kind of funny stamps.com never go to the post office again and next up, shout out to me, Undies. Summer is here, which might mean leaving the great indoors for a dip in the great outdoors, whether that's a pool, ocean, or fjord. MeUndies might be known for making the softest undies and bralettes in the world, but now they make swimwear too. That's awesome. I can't wait for this. You guys know I've been loving MeUndies for a very long time. Wearing a shirt right now, of course, the lounge pants, the, the undies themselves, and the socks. I love MeUndies. Can't wait to swim in some MeUndies this summer. Uh, you can check out MeUndies first ever swimwear featuring bikinis, one pieces, and two different lengths of swim trunks. I'm going as short as I can. Uh, there are roughly eight recycled plastic bottles in each pair of men's trunks, so that means they're equal friendly baby uh, each one piece of bikinis made from recycled nylon derived from factory scraps and old fishing nets which keeps our oceans looking beautiful so there you go swimming in an, an even cleaner ocean while you're looking fresh and clean clean uh, to get 50 percent off your first order and free shipping go to meundies.com slash morning that's 15 percent off your first order by going to meundies.com slash morning when mike asks of course if they're joking he's like surely you can't be serious and he's like i am serious don't call me surely uh, Sully tells him that roar parties are for scare students who actually have a chance. And you're like, damn, that was a dick move. Of course, Mike takes that as a challenge and accepts it. We get a montage of them training to be scary, and it's fun. Turns out that Mike is good at the book stuff, and Sully is good at the physical stuff. Throw in a brick of weed, and you literally have 21 Jump Street. Am I a soothsayer, Tim? Can I see the future? Let me try right now. Kevin will get a milkshake at some point tonight. Tell me if I'm right, Kevin. Very wrong. Wow! Damn it! I'm not allowed milkshakes. You know, not even I would put all my money on that. Yeah, we'll see now, now, I, now I incepted it into his brain. He's going to get one from me. <laughs> uh, Mike, finals time. Uh, Johnny takes Sully's roar jacket away from Johnny Worthington or something, whatever. Nathan Fillion's character takes Sully's roar jacket away from him as a precaution because he's like, I don't know if you're going to do so well. And we can't have uh, people who failed out of the program being roars. So if you if you if you pass, you're in. If not, well, good luck to you. Of course, Put it's also set up here. give us that Sullivan name that we want and we expect. You know, thank you. I was going to say I forgot to mention that it is he comes from a long line of Sullivans who are famous well, for Sullivan. being. 
Big scares. Lots of cool. Do- yeah, big scares. Um, and of course, he has to live up to that. That'll be a lot of his character arc. Uh, then we get into a scare off, and Sully accidentally knocks over a hard scrabble scream tank. I love this where they're like, and they're like rolling at each other, <laughs> so but they're trying funny. to stay silent. Uh, and it ends up with a tussle, and Sully accidentally knocks over the scream tank, uh, which is her famous scream tank from when she broke the scream record and won, or like has it's the biggest scream ever recorded or whatever from her very illustrious career. They destroy it uh, in the process, unfortunately. So Hard Scrabble takes it upon herself to flunk them both out of the program. Sully, of course, because he's not taking it seriously and doesn't ever read a book, and Mike because he's just not scary. Uh, and then we jump ahead to Winter, and Mike has been uh, relegated to a major in screen can design, which again, I'm like, change a couple colors, it could be fun. I, it could I be hate easy. How much you love it. Just saying, it Andy, bought, it's, the design of the canister perfect, but it could always be better. Design. You picked but, but it's, it starts off on. perfect with the professor saying something along the lines of a lot of people think that designing scream cans is a useless, like worthless kind of job or whatever, right? And he just and that's it, and, he just, <laughs> and, he, just, and he just continues with the lesson. Yeah, it's so good. I fucking love that. It reminds me of, uh, of um hot rod <laughs> with like they just they're constantly interrupting each other like that type of humor is just mm-hmm. so it's perfect for me or it's like that it's like that scene in thor yeah. uh ragnarok where jeff goldblum <laughs> just stops mid-sentence and then just walks away like hey i got to finish that go uh, of course mike and sully are still bitter rivals and things are looking pretty down until mike finds that poster from all the way back in the first week initiation week when uh it's the uh, telling him about the screen games and he realizes it's a chance to prove for once and for all that he's the best uh so and and he knows it because it says right there on the poster like it like, leans down and says prove that you're the best so mike signs up at the last minute in front of the whole school uh, and they're like, well, you got to be a part of a fraternity. And he goes, well, I am part of a fraternity. I'm part of Uzma Kappa, my new frat. And they're going to enter with me. One little problem, though. Uh, he or Actually, before that, Mike makes a little wager with Dean Hardscrabble. If I win, you let me back into the scare program. And Hardscrabble goes with him one better. She says, if you win, I'll let your whole team into the program. But if you lose, you're out of the entire university. Now, here's where it seems a little vindictive. Because a dean kicking you out of the entire university when you're already a major in screen can design, which, again, guys, burgeoning field up and coming field of screen screen oh. can design it's a bad uh, rap it's just a bad rap that's all i'm saying although uh, the kid i'll here can we talk for a second though tim yeah you got the scarers which are clearly like the cool kids right then you got the screen you got me the cool like you know other cool kids they're the gryffindor can right? designs right yeah exactly the the the, the scarers the gryffindors we got the ravenclaws over here holding it down with designing cool stuff yeah no that's absolutely not what they're doing ravenclaws are absolutely building doors what are with these fucking kids building the doors did you see these kids are high strung man they're like lay off that's a ravenclaw ass thing to do yeah they're creating portals to another dimension Possibly, That's true. or, or okay. possibly so colorful. time. So, so colorful assortment of doors I've ever seen. All right, that's a Ravenclaw thing. You're right. Maybe so I Hufflepuff just, then would be the screen can designs, and then I guess yeah. Slytherin would be whatever. Not, not in this conversation. Whatever Randall does, yeah. I, I just had to watch back that scene, and it's uh, a lot of people say that screen can designs is a boring waste of a monster's potential. Open your books to chapter three. (laughs) (laughs) So good. (laughs) That's good. That's good. Wait, but Uh, I was going to say, again, this is the Dean being a total dick because for whatever reason, she's really into this tournament thing. So she knows the rules that they can't complete unless they they have six people. 
So she's yeah, setting she's, him up. I was strategizing him. Yeah, she's setting him up immediately to fail. See, I'm with you on this, Kev, because I, 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 I thought this was her, like, pushing him. And then at the end, she was going to go, gotcha. I, I was I just testing you the entire time. Yeah, you had it in you. But no, she's just monster racist. Hey, you know, she's just... She's just biased against people who are short. And again, we haven't seen anybody else that looks like Mike Wazowski in the movie. But it's a tall thing. It's a it's a height thing, Andy. Oh, tall agenda. Yeah. Uh, They had, of course, only one problem. His team is one monster short. And I love the joke where he's like, "No, we got six people." She's like, "We got five people. One of them has two heads. That doesn't count." We count uh, bodies, not heads. Yeah, we count bodies, not heads. And then, of course, Mike offers it to Two Randall, lines, but that though, little you know? snake has already thrown in with the roars. So Sully, seeing the opportunity, steps up to the plate, and off we go. Uh, they head back to the Uzma Kappa frat house, and they're all dorks. Uh, oh, this is where I put uh, for dinner last night. I ate an entire bowl of teriyaki beef jerky, and now my stomach hurts. Hmm. Mm-hmm. We meet everyone in the frat, and they're nerds, uh, but their letters spell okay, which is dope, and I'm back in. Later that night, the brothers of Uzma Kappa initiate Mike and Sully, uh, which goes pretty well until Squishy's mom comes down to do some laundry. This scene <laughs> made me laugh out loud. I was like, oh my god, it's one of their houses. This is the best. Yeah, so this is the best thing ever. This was an already existing fraternity, right? Yeah. Okay. So those four yeah. guys were... Just part of that was their little fraternity for for well, you have to you have to assume that, OK, the fraternity had been around for a while, but then they moved to the house because they didn't have enough members to actually get a good house. You know, of course, frat houses are paid for by dues, the fraternity dues. Right, right, yeah. right. And the bigger the dues, the more you can go, you can get a big house. So you have to assume the roar dues were ridiculous. The whereas, the dues, the more the booze. That's exactly. What they say. Dues mm-hmm. make booze. <laughs> Frames win games. <laughs> uh Needless to say, Mike and Sully are not impressed by this whole process, but they get initiated nonetheless. Uh, they go to bed, and then as they go to bed, they wake up the next day. And Joey, did you catch what this was a reference to? I did not. Mike wakes, Mike wakes up and has a dream about a stable boy and a princess, which is an homage, which is a reference to the Princess Bride, which okay, uh, so, which yeah. Billy Crystal was in. And I'm like, is, yeah, I love this that. This is the part where I tell you all that I've never seen the Princess Bride. Oh, shut it down. Tim, shut it down. You have it yes, I'm glad I'm not the only one. Tim, oh, guys, shut it down. So good. Tim hasn't either. It's one of the greatest I know, movies. I'm right. saying, guys, it's so good. It really is. Hands down, one of the greatest. I'm going to watch it, and I hope it's as good as The Big Lebowski, because like that has proven to me that the hype could actually live up. <laughs> it's, I've, um, I've never fully seen it either. Oh come on! I think you'll really guys. like it, Tim. I don't know if it's gonna—I don't know that it's gonna impact you the same way the Big Lebowski does, but I think it's a very, very endearing film that continues to inspire and, and you, charm to this day. Like one thing I learned about being in game development is that if you haven't seen Princess Bride, it's like the number one sin. And I don't know why, but everybody's <laughs> like, "Are you kidding me? You never like everybody was like gonna yeah. fucking roast me, and I almost feel like I almost got fired. It was very weird. What's funny Maybe is there's a few things you could have done to change that situation. One, you could have lied and just said you saw it. Love and when it. they said, so they was there giant rats in it? You could have like, yes, yes. Two, you could just it's an hour and like forty five minutes. You can watch it at any point, any point. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see. Of course, they receive their. This is when they get their first letter, which is the clue for the first uh, event of the scare games. And off we go to the sewers to kick the games off. And then we get introduced to all the other frats that are competing. And I love this because this is straight up Triwizard Tournament, especially since for some reason, I guess it goes throughout the entire school year. 
which I don't think they really set up, but there's one part where it starts raining. I'm like, are we in a different season? Like what, how long does this thing go for? And also like, did he just waste his entire first year then? I don't know. Maybe it just rained one day. Um, We get introduced to, uh, I think it's the jocks, the hisses, the pinks, uh, the roars. And then of course the okays. uh, What what, what did I miss? No, I was saying I like the names. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah. Challenge number one, run through an obstacle course of uh, blow radioactive blowfish and don't let them touch you. Last team to finish is out. Mike and Sully, of course, are super rivals here and they start getting competitive with each other instead of coordinating with their team uh, and things do not go well. Uh, Art touches arts the whole time. Art who I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to like this character or not. And then he goes, I got to touch all these things. And I'm like, mm-hmm, I'm going to like this character just yeah. fine. Of course, he immediately <laughs> yeah. goes from it and just blows up like a blowfish. <laughs> um of course I love, because but, but later on like we'll get that scene of him going underneath the bed i just love his movement <laughs> no he has he, that, movement, that, that is amazing he had the biggest laugh out loud moment for me of the entire thing when they're doing the hide and seek they're prepping for the hide and seek tournament and he goes and go looks around he goes you're in a pile of leaves. You're in a tree. You're just standing in the middle of a. <laughs> you're just standing in plain sight. It's just like standing on a hill. <laughs> See the one that has the random line that's like, "I can't go back to jail." Yeah, and we just I get think... no context about it later. Yeah. Just like, oh, I, I want to know more about you. That's amazing. He said at one point, I think he said he had an extra thumb, which was one of his superpowers. Not with um, him. Not with him. Oh yeah. wow. God, I gotta watch this movie again. I was too busy taking notes. I missed all these bangers. Uh, of course, they end up coming in dead last, which is bad. Roar wins. Uh, Mike lose. and Sully cross the, the the finish line, but the rest of the team didn't cross too, so they get disqualified. Uh, unfortunately, or thankfully, depending on how you see it, Jaws Theta Kai or Jock uh, gets disqualified due to their use of illegal protective gel. Hilarious. Uh, with. Uzma Kappa in last place, or second to last place, I guess, now last place. Uh, Mike takes the lead and tells the team they need to work together to win. But, of course, Sully still thinks they're all wasting their time. They, don't, they need a new team. And I love this line, too. He's like, we are wasting our time. We need a new team. And Mike's like, we are not. We do not need a new team. We can do this with this team. Also, I checked. We can't get a new team. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, too legal. <laughs> uh, of course, Sully, just them being rivals, refuses to take orders from Mike uh, as we lead into the second event, which requires them to sneak around the li- a librarian who, it turns out, is a giant tentacle monster. I have a Sully question. Wants- yeah. Did any of you guys used to watch the MTV show Silent Library? No. I mean, I didn't watch it, but it was always on. So I just kind of was. I like happened to go down like a Silent Library rabbit hole because it's all on Paramount Plus right now. And I was just really happy that this was also included in there. It's a whole it's a game show where it's like you're doing all of these like challenges that are supposed to make you like scream or uh, yell or loud. Nope. Laugh. laugh that's the word i'm looking for thank you um but you're in a library and there's like people at desks in a library and it's like shushing you and if you go over a certain amount you don't get the money there's like a mm. decibel mm. level involved you just took away my weekend <laughs> i did not know it was on paramount plus like, i oh, love that yeah, show too much I also on paramount plus you can watch anthony carboni's episode of legends of the hidden temple so have yourself oh, a good weekend. shoot <laughs> oh that's super fun yeah I'm we had a great that. weekend <laughs> that's awesome uh, 
The second event kicks off and Sully wants them to go faster, but Mike insists on slow and steady until Sully spots the remaining team, uh, the last second, last team, uh, making more headway than them and bolts for the ladder, causing a massive ruckus. And the ladder comes off the librarian beelines for them. And then, of course, thinking fast, the OKs run noise interference and start working as a team uh, and get uh, chased out of the library. Thankfully, Squishy remembered to grab the flag with a little misdirection as he cool says. moment yeah great moment it's like we didn't grab the flag we lost like uh mike that's a great reveal this is a good ass movie this is good uh the, of course uh later that day they get invited by the pinks to the scare party and mike is like we're finally one of them and he makes everyone go when they get there to discover that their antics during that second challenge in the triwizard tournament have made them legendary not only that but it turns out squishy can break it down on the dance floor and he uses his body to get sully in the mood to party and i laughed so hard at that he's when like, he's bring, when, when he brings in sully and sully like all right fine all right. he starts getting tugged by it's the rope it's so good like the animators there fucking nailed all of that and having him go in there i had the biggest smile on my face uh and then of course uh we cut over to mike who takes a moment to walk the hallowed halls of the all uh, of all the scare games past winners. And then he looks up at the, the cup and sees his reflection in it in the champions cup uh, before, before they know it, the roars call the Uzmas up to the main stage to congratulate them. But Tim, they're not congratulating at all. They're pulling a carry on them and they dump some Straight colored slime, then glitter. Oh, and then he says, give them the stuffed animals. <laughs> and then <laughs> Randall, that little shit pulls the cord. What and, a and, fucking and, snake bitch, dude. Yep. There it is. And then they take a picture of them, which winds up in the paper the next day. But Mike's like, don't worry. Nobody reads this cool paper. But they do read the quad. And it turns out these roars have a lot of money because they spent a lot of yeah. money on printing. And they just papered the entire quad with this picture. Of a lot them. of mommy and daddy's money right there. These are all like fucking trust fund kids, you know. Uh, Johnny, of course, tells them they'll never be scarers because they don't look the part. But if you really want to work in the scare room, well, Monsters, Inc. is always hiring in the mail room. And then everyone laughs and Sully freaks out. He says, you can train monsters. Uh, you, you, I'm sorry, you can't train monsters like the OK is all you want to be. Excuse me. You can train monsters like the OK is all you, uh, all you want, but you can't change who they are. I, I missed the comment there. That's what the problem was. Uh, Don is inclined to agree no matter how much we train we'll never look like them we're meant for other things and of course don's got this card the entire time as a salesman uh and then one of the roars as if it's sort of a throwaway line to lead us to the next part comes over and says something about the big leagues which mike goes i have a good idea the big leagues and i always love that uh that, that mechanic in storytelling when one character's like you know what i like lima beans and he's like lima beans they're the ones that are the killer you're like what how the fuck okay that's coincidental they break into Monsters Inc. So confused by what just happened. I don't... What are the the, the little little uh, roars? Uh-huh. Like the the kind of nerdy roar comes over and he's like, "You guys are never going to make it to the big league." And then Mike goes, "The big league," and he gets inspired to take everyone on a class trip to Monsters Inc. to see how the big guys really do it, right? But that's always the thing in murder mysteries where it's like the third act and we're like, we're stumped. We're out of clues. And then Kevin goes, you know, my favorite movie is Jaws. Check out this T-shirt. And I go, T-shirt? The T-shirt was the killer the entire time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, okay I, see out, it. I see cut it. Cut out that first part where I fucked the joke up and then put that part <laughs> yeah, in. Because you nailed it the second go around. <laughs> awesome. Lima beans? Don't know where that came from. <laughs> Haven't had a lima bean <laughs> 20 years probably. <laughs> Tim, you know how somebody just pulled from my environment? I don't. That's what happens when I don't do that. So cool, cool. 
Anyway, they break over to Monsters, Inc. Uh, to see what real scares look like. And man, all the hips are there. Mike tells him, take a good look. He's like, there's not one type of scare. The best scares use their differences to their advantage. They spot Earl, the terror, Thompson, and all the legends of the scare world. Uh, Mike and Sully, of course, bond over the fact that they're all huge fans of scares. And they had they used to collect scare cards, uh, which I think Sully said he had like 500 or 400. Mike's like, that's cool. I had 2,000, but no big deal. And then they realized they've been real jerks to each other and to their team. He says, but it's not too late. We could be a good team, but we've got to start working together. And then they get chased off the roof by a security guard and Sully ends up carrying everyone to safety into Squishy's mom's car. Uh, they tear away. And uh, the next day, they're a team. They get in uniform and everything, including Sully and Mike, who have now donned, uh, adorned rather with the OK swag. And we get another training montage, which seems to last multiple seasons. But then it's off to the third competition, which is the OK's knock out of the park, taking second to uh, to. Uh, the pinks excuse me taking second and then they knock out the pinks out of the competition and then off to competition four mike trains them to all disappear hide and go seek they all have to disappear without a trace which art the spider takes to just stand out in the open i love that part he's like you're you're in the <laughs> you're in the bushes you're in a tree you're standing out in the open <laughs> and he's just like <laughs> so good <laughs> <laughs> by this point mike and sully are working as a well-oiled machine we see them like throwing each other cool stuff in their room and stuff and then hide and seek starts and the hisses get kicked out from the competition leaving only the wars and the okays left for the finals tomorrow night is the final competition in front of the whole school johnny tries to get in their heads he says when you lose no one will remember you but mike claps back and says when you lose no one will forget it and then one of his one of the wars <laughs> like shit he's right we better not <laughs> like good point <laughs> really good point Sully catches up to Dean's scra- hard scrabble to smooth things over, but she tells him what he really knows deep down. D- um, despite everything, Mike just isn't scary. That night, it Sully hurts, tries, man. Right? Yeah. You're just like, oh, like you're right, but like, oh man. Why be so blunt about it? No, you know? No, she's not right. Like, come on, it's a giant eyeball. But it's you want to look at looks, it. It's not attitude. It's true. You don't got the stuff, Kevin. It's true. You Kevin, tall no matter how hard, motherfucker over I here. Know, that piece of shit. That fucking piece of shit with his height. Like advantage. it's the way they frame it in the movie, Kevin. Like if I woke up in the middle of the night and saw Mike Wazowski in the dark at the foot of my bed, I would There's... fucking yell my guts out absolutely dude. no but way that later in this on, movie they frame him as billy crystal eh, mike was eh, fucking hey is that what he talks i don't know he whatever. looks way scary well, sully's this, the one that looks like a giant teddy bear this yeah. is the, the the same shit they did with the the incredibles where it's like oh you're not special because you're just a human that's normal it's fucked up he was special he had a cool mountain thing though complex Anyway, uh, that night, Sully tries to bring the scare out of Mike, but that dog simply won't hunt, and Sully knows it. This time tomorrow, the whole school is finally going to get to see what Mike Wazowski can do, and this is exactly what Sully is afraid of. Final competition time. It's time to see how, how scary each team can be in the scare simulator, which has been set to the highest level. Love, I love the use of the scare simulator, too. Like It's not just something that Monsters University has, or Monsters Inc. has. It's like a, a training tool, which is awesome. The whole school watches on the big screen as Dawn and Bruiser sneak into the kids' room, and Dawn crushes it. Next up is Terry, and he kind of shits the bed. Finally, or uh, uh, next up is Squishy, uh, who is now my favorite character in any Pixar film, because I want to point, Andy, if you want to laugh again, just watch the part that Squishy goes in, right? This is beautifully, beautifully shot. 
the kid wakes up and looks over and the camera just pans over and Squishy's just kind of side-eyeing him. He's like, <laughs> it's terrifying. I love that so much. It's so funny. Uh, then Art, who is amazing, uh, does a great job, but he falls just short of greatness. Again, he has that cool spin thing where he goes underneath the, the, the <laughs> Yeah, bed. I feel like <laughs> rolls the, the ratings were all over the place. Where like, I, I feel like yeah, uh, I Team OK fucking nailed it. And then just randomly they would do like, half the bar and it's like no way no way sometimes someone pulls out a crazy dunk and Dwayne Wade gives him a 9 instead of a 10 I have no idea what you're talking about like no (laughs) concept of what you're talking about at all think about it just just nod and say yes Kevin it makes you sound cool Sully runs up against Randall who I just thought was like this is a terrible pairing but that's how that's how it shook down Uh, he reads the kid's diary here realizes the kid is is scared of thunder and lions and thank god that's his that is his nom de plume Uh, Randall cannot compete with that not only that but when when Sully actually ends up roaring knocking the thing out of the charts uh, it spooks Randall who goes all hearts he copies the the texture behind him of the the heart wall and the little kid just laughs at him then do all I didn't like that Sully's was what he's good at I feel like that was kind of a a weird thing that wasn't really in service of the plot. Oh, the lion mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yeah, like I feel like at least give him something of like he's learned from Michael. Snakes, bit, right? You he know? needs to like the so, kids well, of snakes. The, the only reason why I'm okay with it is because we kind of get that later on kind of a red when they're yeah. in the cops with the cops in the cabin, and and he's like, I I can't do this, and he's like, Hey, don't fucking be a Sullivan, be you. You know, like right. I I think that we. If we get him overcoming something way too early, then that moment is lessened. I feel. And I, I would have preferred maybe he doesn't get a perfect rating. Then you know maybe he gets good, mm-hmm. but like he did it not perfectly or something. I don't know. It was just kind of like it moved so quick that it didn't really matter. But I was like, for a main character, that felt like kind of a, a misstep for for some growth. I can see that. I can see that. Uh, of course, final bout is uh, Johnny Worthington versus Mike Wazowski. And Sully tells his friend not to worry about anyone. Just go out there and show him what Mike Wazowski can do. Hard Hold scrabble. On. Are watches. you all hearing my stomach grumbling? By is it being picked up on the mic? Because no. it is wild. It is not. It is okay. not. You're good, Andy. <laughs> it is so audible. Okay. Hard scrabble watches from above as the horn blows and both competitors head in. Johnny absolutely dominates as we thought he would. And then Mike channels all of the hurtful words anyone's ever said to him uh about how he sucks uh, and and then channels that into a one big scream which is very underwhelming but seems to knock uh, just blow the charts off the roof uh don and squishy's mom almost hook up and everyone celebrates because <laughs> the okays have one did, uh which seems weird at could, first you're like that's weird didn't seem like he could have crushed out like that did you guys feel like it was underwhelming because i like i yeah. saw it and i was like oh he fucking killed it Oh really? No. Who Mike's? Yeah. No. I thought it was. I thought it was underwhelming, and I also thought it was the. They're showing us that he won, so that's why he won. But that 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 was the vibe that I got there, mm-hmm. oh, I and that's why cool I was cut. way happier that the twist happens that it was all fucking rigged. Uh, of course, after the festivities, Sully and Mike take a moment to reflect uh, over in the scare room, and Mike uh makes a noise and that kid just freaks the hell out and then he snaps his finger and the kid freaks out too and he's like what the heck's going on and then he realizes the machine has been tampered with and sully is the one to blame uh sully just wanted to help though he says uh what was i supposed to do let the whole team fail because you don't have it and of course they overhear that whole thing and squishy goes oh no and drops the trophy leaving it behind mike heads to the uh the dorm room which apparently houses a school excuse me the door room which apparently is uh raven claws over there working on a super scary door that no one can possibly crack and he's like this is how i'm gonna show everyone 
Of course, Johnny offers Sully his jacket back, but he rejects it instead, choosing to clear the air with Dean Hart's grapple and come clean, which prompt, uh, which she promptly uh, kicks him off campus. She tells him, you're a disgrace to the university and your family name. And then an alarm sounds. Everyone heads over to the door lab where Mike has locked himself in with the super scary door. He enters the room uh, and, and does his thing. At first, he creeps up to the kid's bed, does his thing, but it doesn't work. And not only does it doesn't work, it severely backfires on when when the camera pulls out and we realize we're not in a kid's room. We are in a camp with multiple kids in one room and they all just point and laugh at him. It is embarrassing. Yeah, this this shot like hurt in a weird way where like you feel that embarrassment. You're just like, yeah, this. Kevin, I was hoping it was a nightmare sequence. Me too. Me too. When they cut, I was like, oh, he like blacked out or something. I thought he was going to wake up. Yeah, there's no way. It was awful. But it was great. Like it was perfectly made. It was perfectly crafted the way that they just made this scene uh, with making you feel that anxiety and that embarrassment and the way that the kind of music wrapped up and Mm -hmm. everything. It was fucking awesome. And I just, oh, I felt you fell for him. He felt that embarrassment. Uh, Of course, rallies. I was gonna say it just wasn't realistic. People would be scared. I think. I think she would have been scared, yeah, because he is a giant eyeball. But yeah. at the same time, you don't understand how um, horrifying multiple kids together can be, Kevin. That's true. I have I have a lot of friends who have multiple kids, and I think they'd all agree with me that they're the real monsters. Mm-hmm. They, they would all agree with you, Nick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are the monster. <laughs> <laughs> uh Sully rallies the team to help him sneak past the guards. I thought this could have been a better moment here, actually. I thought I like I thought they were gonna you have to use everything they learned to help get Sully through the door, but it ends up being kind of a, a quick beat. Um uh but of course as he's going through a hard scrabbles uh, protest, he's just like, Don't go through that door, you're out of this, and he's like, Whatever. Uh when he gets through, of course, he finds Mike. Uh he finds the place empty and then gets chased over to the lake where he finds Mike sulking. Mike finally realizes that Sully was right. He says, I thought if I wanted it enough, I could show everyone what Mike was asking was, was something special, but I'm just not. And then Sully says, you'll never know what it, he says. He tells Sully, you'll never know what it's like to fail. You're a Sullivan. But then, you know, Sully comes clean. He says, I'm a Sullivan who failed every test and flunked out of the program. I'm the Sullivan who was so afraid to let everyone down that I cheated and I lied. And I'll never know how you feel, but you're not the only failure here. I act scary most of the time because I'm terrified. Uh, the guards, of course, catch up to them and chase them off into the forest. Sully gets cornered. Mike helps him out. And then they head back to the uh, the, the room with all the beds, whatever, whatever they call it. Uh, the, what do they call those in camp? Bunks? Cabin? The, back yeah, to the cabin. The cabin yeah. There you go. Uh, and what, But when they try the door, it has been deactivated from the other side. Mike, of course, comes up with a crazy idea. This fucking as the, cool. As the, the humans around them start to close. And he says, let them come. If we scare them, really scare them, then we can generate enough scare energy to power the door from this side and then so he's like are you sure that's gonna work he goes i've read every book about scare tactics i think this will work just follow my lead and this i'm getting goosebumps awesome. by just nick explaining this dope, right now that was such a dope <laughs> scene so this is one of the really best cool. scenes in any pixar movie like this yeah. whole sequence is just perfectly made so like you know in, in you expect in a movie like this like okay all the team's gonna come together and they're gonna use every single thing that they've that they've learned they're going to use every little technique that they can overcome whatever their their disadvantages to like to to succeed i thought this was going to be in the tournament it's kind of genius that it wasn't it's kind of genius that it's in this real world situation because and this seems awesome and it's actually scary like when they start screwing with them and like the little doll comes out and it's like ah, meh, or whatever it was it was, it was terrifying this is why i, I, I loved the idea though of the monsters scaring adults 
like mm-hmm. to get the extra scared like it's just so expertly yeah. crafted where it's like it's earlier i was talking about like cool how do we stay in this monster inc universe but add extra elements and taking it back to college but then having them scare adults is just like layers that make this not just uh oh we're trying to make some money with characters you know right. but it's like it's no that we actually you. yeah exactly <laughs> well well i mean the setup the setup was perfect to have you know don't scare the teens they're not going to be scared by you like scare we have to scare the kids so that we see that whole lesson yeah. and then this is like extreme version difficulty number 10 of like these aren't teens these are adults yeah. there's no fucking chance you're gonna do this so overcoming this whole sequence is just really damn cool uh, of course sully doubts himself but mike uh, hypes him up he says and he's like listen man stop doubting yourself stop being a sullivan and be you and then sully just digs digs deep and blows the doors off of the place, man. Just absolutely burns the place down with uh, with terrifying the humans. And every tank on the other side of the scale lab and the door just explodes with energy, uh, allowing Mike and Sully to get back to their world. And then the authorities come in. I forgot what the, what the authorities were called in this. I forgot to look it up. But that squad that basically like, it's like uh, kept shaving that one poor guy. It's like CDC, but one letter different. Something right? like that, yeah. Uh, they're coming. We get a little Gladys. We get a little Roz cameo here. I keep putting yeah. Gladys, but it's Roz. Uh, the next day, Mike and Sully deliver the bad news to the OKs that they've been kicked out of school. But there's a silver lining. The rest of the OKs have been let into the scare program, uh, including Don, uh, who is now dating officially CDA. Squishy's mom. And I think they're getting married. And it's a little bit awkward for Squishy. But you know what? Good for you, Don. Good for you. It's going to be bros, though. Frat bros. But they have that, that moment where he's like, I want to be line. your frat brother slash dad. And he's like, this is weird. <laughs> no, it sounded worse. It sounded worse. <laughs> this sounds worse. Sully and Mike head out of the school and they go back underneath the arches from which they came uh, when Mike entered all those years or that those months ago to say their goodbyes. And Mike realizes mm-hmm. it's time to leave greatness to other monsters. He's okay. He's okay. Just being okay. Uh, and he gets in the bus and they say bye. But the bus barely makes it a block before Sully stops it and says you think you're just okay you pulled off the biggest scare this school's ever seen you're not scary not even a little bit but you are fearless and then hard scrabble interrupts them and this is where you think hey she's gonna let him back into the program she says the two of you did something no one's ever done before you surprised me but there's something i there's nothing i can do for you now and they're like you're the dean you could do whatever yeah, you, you want you, you are in charge of rules. everyone's power uh but she says there's nothing i can do for you now except wish you luck and mr uh wazowski keep surprising me and he's like, I will never surprise you again because I am not allowed back in this university and you don't leave this place. So yeah, yeah. we'll never see each other again. And you're old. You'll probably die before you hear from me again because it's going to take me about 10 years to climb a corporate ladder over in Monsters, Inc. But I love this little This might payoff. be my least favorite part of the movie. Her speech it. and her flying away. I was just kind of like, hmm. All right. See, that what I, like it didn't add to anything. What I thought, she, what I thought it should have done. What I thought she should have done and said, listen, the school board, for a job. I wanted you back in, but the school board said no. But there's another option for you guys. The, and, and like give gave them the nod to get into the mail yeah, room. At, at that would have been Inc. a lot stronger. Instead, it's just like, being like, good luck with your life. And it's just like, right. all right, you suck. You still got yeah. us kicked out. Also, why did uh, uh, Mike get kicked out? Like he did nothing wrong. Sully did it all. Yet Mike well, is- Mike got kicked out because he snuck through the door and blew up the lab. Yeah, that's like Great the call. number Great one call. thing you yep. can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. If I you have a small you know, incendiary device on campus, that's going to... Sure. You're not sure. going to invite it back to the pep rally, that's for sure. Yeah, that's right. It um, made a lot of sense there, Nick. 
you know what uh mike tells them they're gonna break the record they start in the mailroom and mike's like we're gonna break the record and he's like mike we're in the mailroom he's like yeah we're gonna break the record for most mail ever delivered and they stay <laughs> high five as the abominable snowman comes back in played by the man himself john ratzenberger uh and then we get a fun montage Wait, and pics and clippings his, of them working. what is his What's line that? he says something about like don't do that or you might get like Exiled. I'm in the same place you are, Kev. Where he makes he some made a reference at what and I was he like, did. I don't get what he was saying, but yeah. Well, because well, like, he, he, he gets, gets exiled. He gets exiled out to the human world, right? Yeah. To become the abominable snowman. He, That's so right. I, I can't remember what it was. Yeah, but he said yeah, some line that gave hints to, to to him being some sort why of he monster. was pieced, yeah why they pieced yeah. him out <laughs> that's funny anyway i love that cameo and then we get the fun montage and pics of them working their way up the ladder from the mail room to the janitorial staff to the cafeteria staff to finally uh their first day as a screen team uh, and as they're walking into uh to the screen the the, the screen lab uh Sully says you come and coach and mike says you better believe it and that's it remember kids that's give up on your it. dreams if they seem too hard Fucking bits. Nah, just anybody can scare. Anyone anybody can, can scare. Anyone can cook. I actually, it's funny because like you don't hear this message that often, but like obviously in a Disney film, it's like, oh, try hard and you can overcome anything and, and, and get your dreams. This is just different. It's a more adult approach. It's like, hey, you don't have what it takes to do this one thing, but that doesn't mean you can't be happy and still succeed in that field. You just have to tweak it a little bit and find your in. You have to find what you're good at in that yeah, specific but field. Again, I, I think it would have meant a lot more if uh mike had come to this discovery on his own where like had he gone in there and scared someone and then not liked it and felt bad about it or something you know what i mean like i i feel like there's a better way to get this message yeah. out there not or if not he would have scared oh sorry if he would have scared somebody and then been like no i can do this and they're wrong about me and like i can forge my own path or whatever yeah. and I, can, I don't have to do it yeah this. but that's a different that's a different message right the message is yeah. not necessary i mean unfortunately you're right i mean it wasn't delivered yeah, perfectly here but the message is here is like listen dude you're five eight you're never going to be a basketball God, player damn it. like you know what i mean you're you're, <laughs> you're never going to be a basketball player it's never going to happen you just don't have what it takes but you can work for the organization and be you know a championship winning coach oh, and you can do these things you can still contribute towels out. and I what think if that's... i got like a sweet ass j like what if i got a wet j um tim can you tell me what a wet j is please because <laughs> nick it's what nasty it? and From it's downtown. damp what if my j is wetty what if i got um, a wet kevin now he's putting a y on it and i'm not sure if that makes it grosser and i think it, it does. does it so, does okay. seven syllables in the middle you need five of the first and last slide if you're not poetic no need to fret it haikus don't need to ride haiku in review haiku in review i'm fucking good at basketball <laughs> you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny to write your review in haiku form just like no one did uh because no one really knew that this episode was coming <laughs> but it's Whoops. here and hey guess what e3 season's very difficult for scheduling and we really appreciate your Hold patience on. so the monsters are cool i thought the movie was better cool. okay than no. expected just said yes. great just say did great it. i fucking did it i fucking did it <laughs> let's do ragu bagu
What's up, everybody? Welcome to the world's longest rad guys talk bad guys here for Pixar in review. Number one, the list is lots of we have a very long list. Yeah, much longer. We have the MCU slash Star Wars for some stupid reason. Slash Daredevil. Greg doesn't understand that Paul Bettany can be in multiple movies. Let's see. Number one is Lotsa. Number two, Prospecta. Number three, Noosewater and Randall. Number four, Hopper from Ants. Number five, Syndrome from Incredibles. Number six, Months and the Dogs from Up. Uh, number seven, Ego and Skinner. Number eight, Darla and the Barracuda from Finding Nemo. Number nine, Woody. Number 10, Gabby. Number 11, uh, Otto from Wally. Number 12, Mordu and the Witch from Brave. Uh, number 13, Chick and Hubris from Cars. And rounding out the list, Axelrod and Lemons from Cars 2. Man. Where do we I want to go? Put I would like to propose over Otto and Wally. I would like to propose under syndrome. I don't know how that like reflects to uh, to Otto. Can you give me what's above Hopper and what's below Hopper? So above Hopper is Newswater and Randall from Monsters Inc., which does seem like a nat- and then below Hopper is Syndrome from Incredibles. Mm, okay. Yeah. See, but I say below ranking. We're we'll gonna be ranking Dean Hard Hard Scrabble and the Roars because they're assholes too. Sure, I'd go above Otto under Gabby from Toy Story Four, just because I liked her a lot in this. But I think that there were moments for with her that just didn't really work for me. And in terms of being a bad guy, I liked her presence. I liked that she wasn't pure evil. But I feel like they could have done more interesting things than they did with her. I agree. I would put it a little lower. So who thinks uh, show of hands? I feel like she won. Just just one more thing. I'd like to say that she won. She got what she wanted. Kick these two losers out for spilling her special scream juice. And again, she died before she could figure out that they become superstars. We don't know that. So (laughs) we don't. Is that that canon? No, I don't think so. I I do like. I do like that. Like Hopper, she just commits to being a bad guy and there's like no real turn mm-hmm. and i do appreciate that because i feel like we don't really get that yeah I, actually you know what like i'd like really to like a twisty twist i'd like to make a correction and put syndrome put her above syndrome because syndrome failed all right but who also ranking their success rate we're just ranking like how yeah, i know but that, that, that should be isn't that should be a factor in how good at, at being bad they were andy Remember where Wally I, I, is, all right? I, I and put it's this we below Gabby. Up. Right, I put thinks, it below Gabby. Who thinks that, who thinks that Hard Scrabble is better than uh, a better villain than Otto from Wally? Raise your hand. Who thinks she's a better villain than Gabby from Toy Story Four? And there you go. There you go. Smack dab in the middle. About That's that. your list. It's not the end. Yeah. Very close to the end. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, who, who are we putting yeah. down here? What's her name? Hard Scrabble and the Roars. Are you taking notes? Nathan too, Fillion too? was great. Nathan Fillion was great, man. He was. Yeah. Who was how he? come you didn't rank him higher because of how great he I was? I forgot so we were Roars. doing him. I was just so focused on the lady. I said it at the beginning, and you guys screwed up. Yeah. Just like, like just like seconds. Hollywood has been doing to Nathan Fillion for years, right. you have screwed yeah. over his career. Andy, can we can we sway your vote with that now? We'll have to do a new ranking, mm-hmm. Kevin. New show. <laughs> Next show. Now it's time with this show. It's never changing. To rank the Pixar movies. Currently, number one, Up. Number two, Monsters, Inc. Number three, Finding Nemo. Number four, The Incredibles. Number five, Wally. Number six, Toy Story 3. Number seven, Toy Story 2. Number eight, Toy Story 4. Number nine, Toy Story. Number 10, Ratatouille. Number 11, Cars. Number 12, A Bug's Life. Number 13, Brave. Number 14, Cars 2. 
Who wants to start off? Kevin Coelho. I would put this at number 12. I think it's a great movie. Mm-hmm. I think that you know, it's fun. I don't know great's the right word, fun. and that's the reason why it takes that spot good in movie. my mind. Super you know, good. it was good. good. It was fun. I'd rewatch it, but I, it's not like it made me feel like aside from the uh, Mike scene. And like, again, I don't feel like that was warranted because it's bullshit. The little kid would be scared. But uh, it, it, yeah, I had a good time with it. That's where I'd put it. Andy, you had your hand raised. This goes. I'm so sorry, Chris Anka, who may or may not have dropped off of this series because he's just lost hope in us. I would put this above Ratatouille below Toy Story at number 10. Um, I I love the cast. They made me laugh a lot. This whenever I rank stuff, it's always like how enjoyable was it? Usually, as opposed to how complete of a film was it? Um, while I think Ratatouille may be a better, you know, product in total, I think I just had a lot more enjoyment out of this. And a lot of that goes to me just not caring much about Remy. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I just didn't really love Ratatouille. But the um, the final sequence also just kind of made it really good. Like, I, I think it definitely that's the last thing I remember about it. And it was I don't know, just wasn't expecting it. So I would put it at number 10. Right there with you, Andy. And I, I think that I can have an argument for anywhere from above a bug's life to above Ratatouille. But I'm a stand with above Ratatouille because I think what this movie sets out to do, it really succeeds at and. That was an uphill battle, and I'm shocked at how much I enjoyed this movie from beginning to end. And it, it tried to be funny, and it succeeded. But I think message is so matters. interesting. Yeah, yeah, it, it is feel... interesting because I, I, I'm so glad, Joe. Oh, I was just saying, I feel like I'm usually on the higher end of ranking things, and it's rare that I rank things lower than you guys, except for Wally. Sorry, Jesus. but I am with Kevin, where I would put it at. 12. I think that's where Kevin put it, right? That's right, Joey. That's where I put mm-hmm. it. Oh, because I, I think that a bug's life story-wise and like everything encompassing is probably a better movie, but I like Monsters University more. It has like some like more lighthearted rewatch factor. Like I watched this movie last night and then I like, I think I fell asleep towards the end. So I restarted it in between Gamescast and this. And I was like still laughing at stuff that I had laughed at last night. And I feel like that's kind of a rare thing for me. So even though I think A Bug's Life is a better movie, I would put this a 10, but I don't think that it's better than Cars or Ratatouille. Yeah. I, yeah. See, I'm in. Sorry. I, I just wanted to add one more thing about like the message. Like, I like the Ratatouille story is like anybody can cook. You know, also Cars is like message of like, hey, don't be a dick just because you're on top is cool. Um, I just want to put that out there. But that's here's not, but here's the clarification. That, it wasn't actually the theme of Ratatouille. It was anyone can cook. It was that a good cook can come from anywhere, which which ended up being that theme. And it's interesting that we're we're going back and same, forth on these specific thing, two movies right? because the themes are Opposites. diametrically opposed, right? Yeah. It's so it's so interesting. So Remy is a really really talented chef that would never be accepted because of who he is and where he comes from, whereas Mike is talentless unfortunately and has to fit and 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 needs to realize he needs to pick a different path in life to be truly successful and happy and i think those are two really interesting uh and god bless pixar mm. for for kind of you know looking through both those themes i think that i think i j- i'm just going to give ratatouille a, a nudge above this only because i think stylistically 
and it was a bold choice to make a rat a cook and they made it work whereas monster you really does does build off of a lot of the tropes and a lot of the stuff that monsters inc did um and i think you got to have to take a point away because of that and also it just wasn't as clever and, and as 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 sort of like it didn't gel as much as monsters inc does which is currently sitting at number two on our list for i think a very very good reason so i put this right above cars i can i just say that I'm shocked Kevin feels that way. I feel like Kevin is usually the realist of like, He's look, you're not good at something. Don't do He's it. Like, get like, the fuck out. You can't do that thing. Get out. <laughs> I, I'm really surprised <laughs> that Kevin feels that way about about the the, the theme of the movie. I'm I, I, I mean, I just think that it's, it's a not a great message to tell kids. And I think most of these movies are for kids. It's just sad to see this man give up on his dreams and. But well, he didn't, use his he got to be. I have such a, a different take than you do, Kev. Yeah, I'm, I'm way more think on this. Where it's like, I don't think he gave up on it. It's a, he just figured out how to do it a different way. Yeah. yeah. But. I agree with Kevin that it's kind of like a harsh message for a, a kid's movie. For it's reality, right? And that's that's what I mean. That's more of an adult message. But like, yeah, if you don't. If 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 right. you really don't have what it takes to be super successful in the field, well, you can still do it, but you're just, it's not going to be very good for you in life. Or you can work around the system, find a different way in, and you can get that same level of success, but it might not look like what you thought it was going to look like. And don't forget that he ends up being on the cover of magazines, albeit right behind the, the, <laughs> the scan card or whatever it is. But, you know, I think it's, I just think it's cool. I just don't think they necessarily nailed the delivery of that message, which I think is what, is what we're all responding to a little bit. Yeah. Um, so time to rank them. Who thinks it is better than Brave? Raise your hand. Everybody, who thinks it's better than a bug's life? Raise your hand. Who thinks it's Kevin better than on camera all day. cars one? Raise your hand. Joey and Kev put their hands down. Who thinks it's better than rat tat Nick puts his hands down, which means it now lies at number 11 between Ratatouille and cars. I'm not going to read it again. You guys know what is up. But later this week, we're returning with Ninja Turtles 3. Some people call it Turtles, Turtles in Time. time. <laughs> then we're returning next week uh, with TMNT, the 2007 CG movie, and Luca, the brand new Pixar movie mm. on Disney+. Plus. Oh, excited about that. Yeah. Awesome. Very, very, very cool shit. But until then, love you guys. Goodbye. <laughs>